Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hello everyone, welcome to the Red Men TV. It's the Unsaid to Match Build-Up Show. I'm Paul Machen. That man right there is Chris Payjack. Chris, just the two of us today, mate. Just the two of us. Yes, except no. We're also joined by John Machen and Emma Sanders as well for this one uh, via live satellite link-up. Um, we will be talking to them about this game in a moment. But yes, Chris, Jürgen Klopp's talked there uh, last week about you know rocking up to Brighton, dazed, confused, discombobulated and almost giving them the points. I missed that pressure. Um, yeah, I'm paraphrasing it slightly. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, not paraphrasing. Yeah, um, but I, I, I look. I can, and I think that all of us will be able to let go the Atalanta game. The oh, it's forgotten the elite mentality in this fan channel, but only if we be able, if we're able to put a better performance in against Brighton. Oh yeah, if if we lose against Brighton now after after being subjected to that midweek, I'm going to find him with a baseball bat and beat him up. Mm, wow, um, that'd be. <laughs> Oh yeah, maybe I've gone a little bit too far, but I really didn't enjoy the Atalanta game and the fact that I thought <laughs> to speak about it and stuff. But no, we know. I think everybody knows this, don't they? Is that this week will be judged on the whether we get three points in the Premier League or not, which makes this actually a very high pressure game against Brighton. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean it's going to be interesting to see, Dad. I mean, you were you were for one on the final word show were quite critical of the the, the team selection and and how it. it <laughs> It's left us with work to do in the Champions League when we ideally wouldn't have wanted that to be the case. So, I mean, surely now, again, there's no way we don't go as close to full strength as possible for Brighton. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, I, I expect us to, to win all our Premier League games. I mean, we lose so few games. I mean, in Europe, we've always messed about, haven't we, in qualifying? Um, we've always made hard work of it. Um, but in the league, we, we always rise to the occasion and, and, and get a win. And I fully expect we'll do the same. Um, I mean, the same full strength. I mean, you know, who does he play at right full back? Who does he play at centre back? You know, his choices are very limited, even in midfield, unless um, some of the injuries or um, some of those people come back, then our midfield choices are very limited as well. It's um, a, but it's still, a I expect us to win. Yeah, I mean, Emma, that's a great, it's a great point. But I mean, me dad there, the midfield thing, it's all well and good as talking about rotation. It's all well and good talking about who we bring in and, 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 a, and a stronger team. But unless Jordan Henderson or Thiago Alcantara or, you know, miraculously Naby Keita come back in, it's probably going to have to be more of the same, really. Yeah, I mean, I, I would be surprised if Thiago or Henderson aren't, aren't in the squad at least. Um, but yeah, it's... <laughs> This is this is a problem, isn't it? Is that you know, and this is kind of what I was saying on the final word show earlier, is that you know we can sit here and talk about the lineups, but we don't really have too many options. So I mean, the, the good thing is that for me, one of Brighton's um, key players, Tariq Lamptey, is is obviously going to be suspended. So that's that's a big help for Liverpool in terms of 
you know, looking at, at the fullback position. So I'd like to probably see James Milner back back there for some of the game. But obviously, because you know he played in the Champions League, I don't know how how much he's got left in the legs. But I think I think we'll have Fabinho back in in the in the back line, and and I think Robertson will obviously start a left back. So um, hopefully that leaves us with enough bodies in midfield. You know, if Henderson or Thiago can can come back and play in alongside Ronaldo and Curtis Jones, I think that's probably the, the ideal scenario. But who knows? I think we've got one more option in midfield that we're probably forgetting about, and and that's because of the availability of Nat Phillips for this game. And if mm-hmm. if Nat Phillips can play alongside Joel Matip, then you've actually got Fabinho. Whether yeah. Thiago or Henderson comes back in, you can play Fabinho, you can play Wijnaldum, you can play Kerr Jones. You still get to put Milner at right back. So for me, that would be at the forefront of my mind, to be honest. But Emma's absolutely right. The Lamptey thing and him getting sent off in the last game is huge for us because he's their most dangerous player, and he would ask real questions of our left hand side yeah I mean yeah I mean um, there's the note the no shortage of good players in, the, in, in that bright side I guess but you're right the, the rotation thing is going to be going to be interesting to see because I wonder whether the decision to to not start Fabinho in midweek is a and then to bring him on in centre mid yeah true uh, but whether it's uh, to try and keep him and Matip you, you couldn't start both of them. I didn't want to start both of them, whether it's it's designed that you split them for this week. So, and I know we didn't because they end up there and Matthew comes off very late, doesn't he, in, in the game. But there's a possibility there where he's actually, it could be Reese Williams again. And you're right, it could be Nat Phillips again. And it might just be again with massaging the squad through this. So I don't think it will. I think, I think the fact that because of how the substitutions were used, I would fully expect to see... Matthew and Fabinho back in there because it's trying to put the best possible team that we've got available out to us in, in, in these kind of games. But I also wouldn't be shocked to see him go, well, this is how I'm managing my squad. I've only got two proper set, two senior centre-halves, as it were. So Matip, having played a lot of football, might actually just not be able to go again in this game. So it's Fabinho plus another. And again, that leaves us, it's going to leave us short one way or the other in midfield. I suppose, so I, I, don't, I, suppose, I suppose the one good thing that we've got going for us at the moment is that, you know, by all accounts, Matip didn't pick up an injury last night. With us only having a couple of days between games, we're not training. So unless he does fall down a grid, he's probably not going to get injured mm. at some point because these are now two recovery days before Saturday morning. It's not so much that though, is it? It's that what does playing another game do for him? You know what I mean? It's not that he is he going to be injured yeah. in the build up to it? Is that if you ask Matip to play another ninety minutes, does he does he make does he make? I don't know, but I'll tell you this: minutes? I don't think any of the lads really expended a lot of energy midweek by the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dad, what do you want to talk about? Well, I mean, Matip is 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 one of the problems, isn't he? Because his injury record isn't great anyway. And are we expecting him to play again on Saturday and then again next Tuesday? Um, it seems to me that he's going to miss one of those games. Uh, and if that if he misses uh, the Brighton game, then obviously Fabinho's going to play in the in the back four. Uh, the other one is Milner. I mean, can he? Play, he's just played ninety minutes. Is he going to play at right back after playing ninety minutes in midfield? Uh, I mean, that's a big call if the, if that happens. You know, yeah, I know he's a bit of a an iron man, and um, but it seems to me a bit of a stretch to play him again. 
Yeah, I, I agree with John there. And I think you know the only thing that's that's positive is that in a in a week or so's time, by the end of the Champions League groups, you'd expect Trent Alexander Arnold to be back in. So so maybe it is just a case of you're gonna have to push Milner through the next three games. Hopefully, you know, Nico might come back in against Ajax, you know, you know. Um but again, for me, I'm like Nat Phillips has to start this game at the weekend because he can't start the midweek game against Ajax again. So at least you get to rest one of your centre-halves yeah. uh, and, and not necessarily rest them, to be honest, because Fabinho could quite easily, as I say, play centre-mid. But again, kind of don't be surprised if Fabinho plays alongside Nat Phillips yeah. because, you know, we saw Joel play, was it 84 minutes before Taki Minamino came on or whatever? So maybe that is the thinking. Maybe it was a case of, right, Fabinho is going to come as centre-half at the weekend, um, play 30 minutes midweek in midfield, a slightly easier game in defence at the heart of that yeah. with Nat Phillips at the weekends. It's, it's, it's very interesting, well, very difficult to call. Well, exactly, because you again. mentioned there, it's another three days to Ajax after this. And it's what whatever you do, whatever, whoever gets pushed hard in this game is not going to be get, able to get, is, is, is less likely to be pushed hard in Ajax. So you're then you're having that knock-on effect of, you know, I think, you know, we showed it the, at, at, at the other week, didn't we, where Matip and Fabinho come in at centre-half and the, the, the great against Leicester. That is our, obviously, first three centre-back pairing. So I imagine we'll try our best to get that on the pitch for all the games that truly matter. But again, that's does, impacted by Cater being fit. Well, yeah. So Fabinho is not in the middle because but, you've got three recognised midfielders. But does Brighton matter more than Ajax, given that we've not not guaranteed the group? Ajax has got more important, but also will Klopp go, now that it's in that situation, will he go... I just need to beat Midgetland now, you know, and and, and that's that that's where I'm thinking. But that you know, we don't, we we can't know until the team lines up, Emma. Yeah, I just wanted to also kind of put it out there that I wouldn't be too surprised if we saw rotation in the back line during the game as well. So you know, I wouldn't be overly surprised if we saw a scenario where Fabinho starts at centre back and then moves to right back halfway through the game, and him and John Matic play half and half. Um, so. Yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting. But like the point there about the Ajax game for me, I think I think the fact that there is that third option of of obviously qualifying um, against Midland that you think um, Brighton's got to be the priority, surely. You know, Dad, you mentioned Milner. I mean, if there's one man who, for, I mean, he's not going to play loads of footy in the season in an ideal world. So I, I don't think he personally would have would have any qualms about playing again. But again, the, the, there's there's people who understand these things better than we can possibly know. Sat at home or sat in the studio, or whatever, and what these lads are physically capable of. But again, if it boils down to a choice. If you tell James Milner he's got no choice but to play, you know, again, we saw it in his post-match interview. I don't think he's I don't think he's asked about the being a, a backlog. Footy, he's definitely a man. No. I'll play every game I can. Milner will play every single game if you if you let him. I mean, the, but it sort of flies in the face of everything that we're being told that the the medical people will tell you who's fit and who isn't to play. Yeah. And you know, Mil, Milner can't play every single game, yeah. um, no matter what you say. Um, so you know, are you going to let him? take a chance by playing again because um, he, he can get injured just like anyone else, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's a bit like we talked about this, about like it being a little bit like Storm in the Beach in World War Two. is that unfortunately there's someone like Milner is like, uh, someone's got to fall on a bullet at some, at some point because if you can't rotate, if you don't have the bodies to rotate, we will inevitably have to ask someone to go into the red you know, to push the body to to, to the absolute limits. Um, and at the moment, and again, it comes down to us. And hopefully, fingers crossed, one for uh, Henderson might be back. 
Thiago might be back. We're, we're, we're crossing our fingers and toes that we have that because the alternative, Chris, and look, it's, it's a possibility because we've seen it a couple of times this season, if we might have to change formation because that's the only other option available to us. If you can't put three midfielders on the pitch, then put two because we're not short of options in the attacking position. Yeah, that's it. And then does Bobby or Taki play the 10? Or if Shaqiri's available, can he play a 10 for us? Or, you know, that's the thing that at the moment, we're kind of lucky is that we've got Mane, we've got Jota, we've got Salah, we've got Firmino, and we've got those other two lads in Origi and Taki as well to back them up. So, yeah, we've got options. Um, the, the worrying thing is we've not looked good in a 4-2-3 when you mentioned this on the final word, too, didn't you? Is that we just, we've just looked a little bit disjointed. I mean, I've actually liked us in the 4-2-2-2 whenever we've played that over the last sort of 12 months. Maybe that's an option for us. Maybe that suits our players slightly more. Gives Bobby the option of moving from that nine into that 10 position, which just kind of plays into his hand rather than being stood there and people just just finding him because he is, that's his one position. But we've still got a few options available to us. I mean, if Hendo comes back, he could play right back Emma mentioned Fabinho could play right back I think Robbo or Chimacash could easily switch over and play the right right side right back if we needed to mm. we're not so desperate that if Milner goes and, and Nico as well sure. uh, uh, yeah. you know we're not so desperate at the moment in the fullback positions yeah. uh, especially with Trent hopefully coming back in about a week and a half two weeks mm, fingers crossed maybe even you know, could even be sooner than that um yeah, fingers crossed on all that, certainly. Yeah, we, Liverpool have got options to massage the way through it if, if needs be, without, without a doubt. I mean, the alternative to this, Dad, is that you ask one of those other lads, you ask Bobby, you ask Tachi to say, can you, can you go and do a midfield three role? Is another is, is another side, and I, I, I think they've both got the skill sets perfectly suited to, to, to be able to do that. Maybe there's a slight level of tactical discipline that you're missing, but you know, for, for, for a one off against a team that look Liverpool should be stronger than. I can think of worse options. A, I mean, there's a lot of options, isn't there? I mean, Jota could drop down, drop back in there. Mane's done that in the past. You know, make up the extra body in midfield. Um, there's lots and lots of options. I mean, I, I expect Jota to play and I expect Mane and um, Salah to play and Bobby. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you just fit, fit the rest of the team around those four. Adam Lana, first time meeting up with him, Emma, since his move. Um, I mean, it was lovely to see. I mean, it's it, it's funny. I was I was doing this on LFC this week and talking about the Lana thing and how, how fondly remembered he is. It's nice, isn't it? He's one of those footballers where there were loads of people who really didn't like Adam Lallana for whatever reasons. Um, and I'm sure they will all be ready to rear their ugly heads if he either has a stinker or he, or he comes back to haunt us. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's nice. I think it's nice that we get to look back on a player like Adam Lallana who was never less than a, than a, a very talented and, uh, and dedicated servant at his time at Liverpool. Yeah, and and he was a good signer for Brighton. You know, he's 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 done well there. You know, he's not he's not been a standout player. He he was never going to be that really. Um, but he's been a solid player for them. He's he looks like he's enjoying his football. And yeah, he still had a couple of um of, of little niggly injuries, bless him. But um, but no, it, it it'll be it'll be great to see him back. And I think um Liverpool will be um, obviously wary of him. We know we know that he's good technically on the ball and. And he's he's created some chances for Brighton this season, so he's definitely one to watch. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's it's just nice, isn't it? Like, there, there's not really anything else to say. It's just nice. <laughs> you know, he's got a European Cup winners medal, and he's got a World Club Championship medal, and he's got a Premier League medal. Now, had he not, he would just have probably would have been one of them. Yeah, he was all right, but he wasn't good enough. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we've had so many of those players over the years. Well, look, look, the we? Lucas Leiva love 
People remember Lucas Labour yeah. really fondly, but what did he win? He won a League Cup, but didn't even because he was injured at the, at, at the time. You're right, he'd be remembered in those times, but it's funny that in years to come, he's going to be, when people look back on like the great Liverpool sides of the past, there's probably a bunch of players who played in those great yeah. 70s and 80s teams who weren't, who weren't Kenny Daglish. But, but they're a name. Yeah. Yeah, like Ross will still be talking about that Burnley game when he came on for years and years to come. Uh, and, and 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 because it's massive in the in the in the grand scheme of the title and everything, isn't it? And you know, that mm-hmm. goal against Manchester United, you know, the the draw away from home there. Uh, you know, there were so many moments for him. And he is a good player. And we might our players might know what footed he is. And if our if he if he manages to Lalana turn our players, I will be fuming because they should all know exactly what he's going to do every time he receives the ball. It's why I want Jordan Henderson back in this game because the best mates and I love that like spirit of competition in there. Yeah. 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 Up against Alana will be the same but getting Jordan Henderson in against his best mate and having them just kick lumps out of each other in the middle of the park <laughs> definitely be definitely be good fun uh, right we're going to take a very short break when we're back we're going to discuss whether it's time to rest Barry does really you know a little bit of a deeper dive on the centre half perhaps uh, and of course with Ajax on the horizon whether that influences any more of the team selection stuff but before we go uh, we've got a trivia question to keep you tied and over who was the last Liverpool player before Adam Lallana to play for Brighton um, I asked before the break uh, who was the last Liverpool player to play for Brighton. Any, Jad, any ideas? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. No clue. No clue. Emma, any ideas? I actually think I've just plucked this name out of nowhere. Go on. Uh, How how do you pronounce it? Is it like... Tashera? Tashera? Didn't he go on loan there or something? Was it on loan? Wow. Emma, this is why you are a professional. Oh, look at that. That's it now. There you go. Congratulations. I'm retiring. See you later. Bye. (laughs) 
<laughs> and you're done. Fantastic. Peaked. Wow. Peaked, yeah. Never in a million years. Yep. Got the Brighton Young Player of the Year awards. Oh, yeah. look at that. Yeah. There you go. Um, okay, fantastic. If you got that, give yourself a massive pat on the back and um, treat yourself with a, a RedmanTV.com subscription. Um, Go on, Emma. Pay yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chris, as we we said this, we talked about him on the on the fan aware show. We've hinted at a couple of these bits so far, but Sadio Mane, you know, he's in that clutch of players now. Andy Robertson got his rest. A couple of players who who needed a rest are getting rest because they're injured. Um, there's a big red warning light for me going off over the head of Sadio Mane. Surely, and like I know he's you know he, he's so physically strong and he's been so resilient for so long, but he's surely this is the game where he gets a rest. I'd I'd guess so, but you know, Jurgen doesn't seem to ever bother to rest him. You know, I always you always think, well, he played the midweek, so he's not going to start. And then you, by the time the starting eleven rolls around, that's what I've convinced myself. And by the time the games rolled around, Jurgen's convinced everyone otherwise, mm-hmm. and, that, and that Mane's going to be okay. But I'm kind of a bit with John to be honest. You know, John said he expected um, all four of them to start, so the front three plus Jota. I, it makes sense to me that Jota just slips into Mane's position and Firmino plays with Salah. Yeah. But Klopp doesn't ever really do the obvious thing. No, I know. And, and I, I think we've... we've ca- I wonder whether Klopp's been leading towards this, Dad, because, you know, when he talks about what sides he's able to put out and given the rotation, I don't think... As much as I think we will... Look, there'll be loads of changes from the midweek. I think the reason we made so many changes is because he does want to go very strong for this game. And he'll figure out who's available for Ajax off the back of it, which feels a little bit odd to me, but it wouldn't shock me right, if, if, we, if Mane goes again, if, if Jota comes in, Firmino, Salah, because let's face it, you, that's our best foot forward in this situation. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Klopp set himself on that path, hasn't he? And I think he's got to stay, stay on it now until it, it runs its course. So I fully expect him to play as strong as possible 11. I mean, which may not be all that strong in some areas. Um, but that, uh, yeah, you're right. And then pick up, pick up the pieces for Ajax after that. You know, yeah. Brighton is now the priority and three points is the priority. Does it? I mean, did it? You know, going the other way of things, and if if he's working both games back to back, then it would make sense for say to say to Mane, actually, you know what? Maybe not have the full game off, but I've sixty, I've sixty off here. You're the sub. Jota plays sixty. Mane plays thirty. For no, me, I, that feels I, like a nice sensible option. I think it'd be the other way around. I think he'll play him and maybe take him off after sixty. Yeah. You know, um, and that that's he didn't do that the other day, but I mean that may have been his mistake. Um, I think you play your strongest team, get the game won, and then you rest them later on in the game. I think the encouraging thing for this one, Emmett, is that you know Mohamed Salah, he, you know he's obviously had that little bit of a break over the international, but he's not been, he wouldn't have been training in the same way because obviously uh, coronavirus and what have you. He's had that game now to get himself back up to speed, so he should be absolutely fine to come into this. Bobby Firmino, who finally found a little bit of form at the weekend, has largely had you know the midweek off as well, so he should be ready for it. And and Jota's had a little bit, of, a little bit of rest in there, so really. Again, whether we, if we go with Mane, it's because Mane's boss, let's be honest. But aside from that, the other options of our other good lads, they're all actually primed to, to play in this game one way or the other. Yeah, I actually think the front line is the easiest selection because, as you say, they're all pretty pretty fresh apart from Mane. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of along the same lines as John, really. I'd start all four. 
and then um, perhaps see Mane come off for, for Minamino um, later on in the game, depending on how he's holding up. Um, but I don't think Klopp will be having too much of an eye on Ajax in terms of the of the front three, because I think we've seen those players um, and the way that they play. Um, they, they they can play, you know, two games in, in three, four days. We've seen them do that plenty of times. So I expect to see um, at least three of the four, if not all four, start both games. Yeah, it's um, we've been having this massive conversation for a couple of weeks now, Chris. But you know, there's prob- there might just be a point where we said this a lot. The defenders, generally speaking, they don't expend energy quite like anyone else. You know, they far far less than any other position that we play on on the field. So a normal centre half wouldn't need loads of rotation. I mean, Virgil Van Dijk was up to a point was absolutely superhuman, mm. but you don't necessarily need to rotate too much. Are we being a bit? Are we being a bit too fearful around the matter stuff? Do you think? And just a case of, just I mean, you're, as you said as well, you can't injury prone players. You don't get to pick when they fit. Like Daniel Sturridge was a good example of this. You know, you you play thirty, you'd be available for thirty games a season, but you never got to choose what them ones were. So while Matip is available, just yeah, I said that on last week's build-up show, didn't I? I think, and you know, he's just as likely to pick up an injury in training or you know anywhere else, walking down the street, (laughs) falling down a grid again, as as anything else. So for me, you use Matip when he's available, and then you're putting your strongest foot forward, aren't you? Your best foot forward, even um, because. I don't know why I'd say strongest, but I did. And yeah. I'm here, and I'm trying to get out of it. Yeah, he's just got one another. stronger foot than another. He's, yeah, he's been working out that foot. <laughs> he's been lifting. Um, but no, so use Matip, and and, and again, I can't. I can't I, I'm convinced that Phillips starts alongside Matip in this game, mm-hmm. and Fabinho goes into the middle of the park, and we look to try and dominate, and we look to try and and have that three man midfield with Wijnaldum and probably Jones and, and Milner on the right hand side. But Matip's going to be available for this game, and then you bring probably Reese Williams and maybe drop Fabinho back the next game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way, because Fabinho, for Fabinho, I think it's different. So let, let me try, try and explain this. Right, When you're training to be a midfielder, you have to put your body through a lot to be able to play that midfield role week in, week out. I don't think Fabinho has to expend anywhere near as much energy as a centre-half does mm-hmm. because he's used, his capacity yeah. is much higher than Joel Matip's because he plays that midfield role. So him getting a little bit of a break, coming in for 30 minutes, then going a full game in the middle of the park, he can play 90 minutes against Ajax at centre-half with Reese Williams mm-hmm. and Matip can have the Ajax game off, maybe. The only issue with the Fabinho stuff, Dad, is that having had a hamstring injury recently, that's something that you do. That, that so fatigue related hamstrings, and it was something they'll have one eye on. Because as much as we look, we we've got all our fearful gazes on Joe Matip, but uh, they'll, they'll be playing it sensible with Fabinho because he's another player who's so important that they won't want to run the risk of wearing his hamstring down again. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know what you do about it to be honest, because our midfield options are really restricted. Um, and you can't keep playing Milner in midfield um, and Wijnaldum every game and um, and Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones, 19, he's playing every game at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, how long does that go on? I, I, it's, it's, it's just really difficult. But like Chris, I think Fabinho will play and uh, play in midfield. 
Yeah, it's, I think John makes a re- sorry, Paul. John no, no. makes a really good point there about Curtis Jones, doesn't he? Because we we should be fearful of that because we, you know inconsistencies of youthful players as well, the burnout of these youthful players. That's a major issue. This is Kurt Jones isn't just playing for this season; he's playing for the next ten, and he you don't needs, want to burn him out now. He needs to take a moment to step out to let all the experience to these games soak in. You know, you talk about this. I don't want this to be. To me, to me, lad, sometimes I'm about to press that button again, Chris. Um, where it's um, sometimes you've got to like sleep on something in order for the for, you, for your new knowledge to pay me. You wake up better than you were the day before when you've done when you've done something. And young lads like that, the mental fatigue's the biggest thing because the body can handle it. Hmm. Kate Jones could probably play every two days because he's young, he's vital, he hasn't got the wear and tear on his body yet. But the, the, the psychological thing of he's just got to get himself right and we have to be very careful with it but unfortunately again it's a situation where we're not we don't have a, 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 an array of options in no and, and listen I don't know where Adam Lallana will start I think he's been am I right until he's been sort of right of a, of a midfield a centre midfielder position for, for Brighton so mm. far like I'd, I'd Curtis Jones there's a there's if they ever get head to head on the pitch, Lalano will probably be like, he's the reason I'm not in that squad no more or, or <laughs> yeah. whatever. And Kay Jones has maybe got to put a little bit of a point to prove with Adam Lalana to say like, this is why you're coming up against me, and and this is why I'm the future of this football club. So an interesting little sort of dynamic that could be going on in the middle of the park there. But we've got to keep we've got to we we've just we I think we've got to be fearful of everybody at the moment. Yeah. To go back to your, your question about Joel is we're right, we're, we're teetering on the edge mm-hmm. as a squad here. And you said it best yesterday where that side that we put out could be our first team if we're not careful in in two months' time. And that's that's the thing, isn't it, Emma, is that that's one, that what Liverpool and the, and the coaching staff and the conditioning staff and all that, they'll be aware of that more than anything else. We're sat here going, what a poor team that Liverpool put out against Atalanta. But yeah. that's if you get an injury to Andy Robertson, Costa Shimikas is starting games of football. If we suffer another midfield injury, then it's going to be one of the. It's going to be Leighton Clarkson playing in midfield, or we're going to have no choice but to change formation. Um, so yeah, you know that's that's the that's the, the thing that they'll be doing everything in their power to safeguard against because, you know, Liverpool are blessed with a wonderfully deep squad with so many talented footballers. But there is a breaking point of every single squad and Liverpool just need to make sure they stay away from that whilst somehow simultaneously winning the Premier League and probably the Champions League at the same time. Yeah, you're right. And it is that caution that I think Klopp is having to adopt over you know the next couple of weeks. And that's probably why he's, you know, kind of complaining after after every game on, you know, different issues, whether it's referee or whatever. Um, and he's well within his rights too, um, because it is frustrating for him because it's, you know, he's not he's not really setting up teams now to play a philosophy or play a style of football. He's setting up teams to manage injuries, um, which must be really just really frustrating. But um, just on the kind of the Curtis Jones point, like you know, I absolutely agree that you know you can't just keep playing him and playing him. But I think we look at this period and you hope it's a period of isolation where if Curtis Jones just gets through three or four back to back games, um, and we nurse Hen- Henderson and Thiago. Um, back um, you know we're expecting them back at any point I don't really know you know where the delay has been with Thiago so you you hope that if Curtis Jones does have to play again on Saturday then that's you know that might be the last or the second last of, of a run of consecutive games and then he will have that time off and I think that's probably the case with a lot of positions so um, yeah it is very much a matter of just getting through um, in terms of physical bodies for the next week or two, and then hopefully um, there'll be more numbers back. 
You know, he's very used to having a small squad of players and making them play through the pain. But mm. now, all of a sudden, they're playing through the pain and they're dropping. And that, you know, we're having to, they're probably having to learn a lot of things. In fact, this has been happening, you know, it's happening in all walks of life all across the world at the moment where everyone's having to adapt what they do to fit the new world order kind of thing. Um, and yeah, it, this, look, this is all going to be eased by just one or two lads coming back from, you know, coming back from injury and just giving everyone a little bit of respite. But it is something that's going to be an ongoing, it's going to happen all over the league and it's not going to get easier as we head into December. Uh, well, I mean, the, I mean, the no pre-season stuff is probably really the, the most telling. I mean, Klopp gives yeah. so much store to that, and we, we haven't had that. Uh, so, I mean, we've got a whole season to go through, and it, actually surviving that long is going to be the trick. Uh, and you're going to need every man, every man, you know, to do his part. Um, and, and that's why I think we're going to see more of Minamino over the next few weeks because. Yeah. You know, he had one bad game and he's not really been seen much since. But, you know, before that, he did show some really good touches. And so I, I think players like him and Shakiri, uh, if we can get him fit, and, and I, even uh, Oxley Chamberlain, you know, coming back. Yeah. You know, it's all hands to the pumps. Yeah. Uh, and that's the way it's going to be all season, sadly. But fortunately, all, all teams are in the same boat. Yeah, definitely. Minamino is one, any. I mean, Klopp just threw you a curveball, didn't he? Threw everyone a curveball prior to the Champions League game midweek. And, and it's like, yeah, he's been brilliant and saying he's been great for a few weeks. So you're like, well, he's guaranteed to start then, isn't he? Well, what's that Klopp saying? He's guaranteed to start against Brighton. I, I can't imagine it. I just can't see a scenario where he doesn't start the game against Atalanta and therefore he, he's not in, he's for me, not in contention. No. That's just massaging his ego, making sure that, you know, in the press, speaking to people, he's talking about Minamino. You're not been forgotten about, mate. I still love you. I love what you're doing. But right now, you just might have to just sit on your hands a little bit here. And we never know, you know, with the Origi stuff, it was mentioned in the, the final web very briefly, but, you know, about him being in the... Uh, you know, he, 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 you want a better performance from, from him because if he wants to move, he's putting himself in the shop window. I, part of me when I saw I saw Origi in that starting eleven was like, maybe that's it. You know, you put you put an Origi in the Champions League game because you just you put him back on show. Well, you put him back five. Well, no, absolutely, yeah, didn't, didn't, it, didn't it just? But 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 the thing is, like, there's there's just people will be on the lookout and go, oh, God, remember, God, remember, he's fine. No, he's fit. Okay, well, he is available. Well, he's just shit. Yeah, he's just shit. <laughs> Sorry, he's not, he's not shit. We, we are just taking the piss. Yeah, but, uh, but, but, but the transfer window well, is coming up. So it is an interesting point, isn't it? Because we're talking about lack of bodies and it's, you know, if Liverpool can get through the next five weeks or so, um, you know, with with rotation, then then the January tra- transfer window's here. So, yeah. It's true, isn't it? Sorry, I wanted just to move, move the conversation slightly. Obviously, it, it's been a while since I've really thought about this because Liverpool have never really messed up, and it's the wrong show, really, for talking about this. But like a massive oversight not having Nat Phillips in the Champions League squad. I know there was a reason for it. We thought he was going to go out and everything else. Like that's 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 me on Championship Manager. Like yeah. I, I do that all the time. When you sort it automatically. Yeah, and don't and check. And don't, yeah. and don't check who's going to be there. Like or, or you. Find someone in the January transfer window, and you forget to register well, for the Premier the League for the rest of the season. The last time he was around for it, he was probably an under twenty-one and didn't need to register yeah. him anyway. So yeah. you know what I mean. But then, like, no. so it does make me think: if we get through in the Champions League, 
do we get to register him again for the second part? Because you used to be that was that we used to register again, didn't you, for the knockouts? Yeah, well, yeah, that, that, he'll, that he'll definitely go. be in the squad in the knockouts. Well, or he'll be gone. You know, it's. It, I mean, the, the point we can't, sell, we can't sell him. No, but unless the point, we sign two centre. No, but the point the point about the, the Nafila stuff, and I think this game is going to be quite interesting because. Look, Brighton. I think Brighton are in a bit of a false position in the league. I think they've been they've played better football. They've come close. They've been you a little bit be ahead of City. Yeah, just you know they are three points behind Man City. It's worth pointing out they've got they can close the gap on them with a win over us this weekend. Um, but yeah, I know. Uh, get it well, we can. Um, but no, I think Bright, Brighton are better than better than it suggests. But that being said, you know we Sheffield United, we, we, you know we would have seen as seen as a good team. We should West Ham are seen as a, seen as a, as a good team as well. Well, bad. Twenty twenty's mad thing. Yeah, no, West Ham uh, being as a good team. Twenty twenty's nuts. But what I'm saying about Nat Phillips is is that if he doesn't play in this game, then I think you know if we're, if we're choosing to be thin in midfield. Rather than use Nat Phillips, you know what I mean, in, in this game instead, then you, again it's another indictment of where he maybe is as a maybe is as a football for us. But again, no sense in really thinking about the Minamino stuff. Is what I wanted to, to, to just to carry on with for a minute is that it's um, it's he's another one. I wonder whether because you talked about him in training, Chris. I thought it was an interesting point to spark something in me there that cops talk about there's no training ground time at the moment it's just play recovery a little bit of tactic work on the board or whatever and then they're into the next game but has Taki been training for this game because that's what you know and that's maybe the one thing that you he might can't be the do. only one yeah well, yeah <laughs> <laughs> With some lads in blue and white striped shirts on the uh, on the everyone new else has been on rest days Monday, Tuesday rest yeah. day, Thursday, Friday rest day. Yeah. Um, that's why you know the one thing that I did get right at, at midweek was the formation because with no training time, I just think the four three three is the formation that we're going to have to play in, and unless we we have two recognised midfielders left. I think we will continue with that four three three. But yeah. you know, yes, Taki might have been looking at them, analysing, seeing where they have spaces or leave spaces on the field, and seeing what he can do. But he ain't going to be working with the other lads. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, no, it is. And when it's one of them, no, I mean, again, I just the most obvious thing is that Minamino's on the bench, and there's actually still a chance he might not even be on the bench at the, at, at this point. But I just do wonder as an outside one if, like, maybe if we do see him used in a different role that he's had the week he's had he's had more time to work in training on a, on something different yeah well, if the, you're going to use him in a different way rather than the, play him in the yeah you're right and i suppose i mean i know what cops used to do and i don't know whether this is still the case but he used to say like if you play more than 20 minutes you get those rest days which makes those 30 minutes substitutes normally i think he would give two rest days to those lads for playing 30 but i just wonder whether jota Firmino. Tacky, they could have been working on drills together, the three of them this week, knowing that they weren't going to play 90 minutes on Wednesday, knowing that maybe they were only going to get a short amount of time on the field. Maybe their rest day one, one day and, and a day training, who knows? But yeah. um, I, again, it's been right back to the top. I don't think any of us really expect Minamino to start no, in this game, do we? I know it's likely to be a stronger... It, you know, the, it's going to be three, probably either three from four of the front three and Jota, or three, you know, or, or four. I yeah. think that's the only two. The Shakiri injuries really come at a really bad time this this time around, hasn't it? Because he's just starting to, again to convince again. everybody yeah. that you know he, he can be a big part of this squad. Yeah. And you know, that ball to Jota the other week, that you know he's a couple of assists. It's been a tough loss, and I didn't expect it to be a tough loss because he, he helps. He helps make the four two three one a bit more of a, a bit more of a fit. Um, right, we need some score predictions from this one, Dad. What do you think it's going to be? 2-1 to us. Okay. 
Interesting. Emma, what do you think? Uh, one 0 Liverpool. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't see this being a, a comfortable win for us, Chris. I think it's going to be. A, a, it's probably going to be an odd goal sort of game. They, they, they continue to surprise us. What do you reckon? 3 0 to Liverpool. Oh, go on. I'm normally go the more on. conservative of the two others, yeah. but I, I think Liverpool will bounce back. I don't think they'll be, I think they'll be massively disappointed with, with the results, whether it's the same team or not. Uh, and, I, you know, Klopp's teams normally do bounce back. We don't normally have two bad results in a week. It's very rare. Um, so I do think we come out and, and we see a bit more of a performance like we saw against Leicester last week than what we saw midweek against Atalanta. Very interesting. Let us know your score predictions in the comments section underneath thank you so much to my wonderful panel of guests uh, coming in from the four corners of the northwest. Um, uh, it's been wonderful if you enjoyed the new format of the show let us know in the comments do drop a like on this as well if you're on YouTube and if you want more fantastic uh, Liverpool content do sign up to the redmantv.com if you want to get your documentary fix we've got you absolutely covered there we've got final word two final word shows every single week with the Reds News Roundup show in, the, in between and we've got a back catalogue of incredible interviews with Liverpool legends Liverpool managers Liverpool players and everything in between as well uh, additionally if you want to get yourself some amazing Christmas jump uh, in sweatshirt form or t-shirts or mugs or brilliant Liverpool related gifts uh, there is some great Redmen merch available on our store right now uh, the Christmas stuff is there have a little look at this to see us out have a wonderful afternoon uh, and hopefully we can see the mighty Reds return to form against Brighton at the weekend Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.